Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie User. It is time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Welcome back. I am so happy to have you here. And I just thought, you know what, if you're new to my podcast, um, what you need to know about me is I am an above knee amputee. I have been for just over two years now, probably two and a half years now. And um, you know what, I just get on here to share my journey in hopes that it empowers or inspires or helps anybody in any stage of their life, whether they're an amputee or not. Um, But it is definitely geared more towards amputees or their support system or people that work with them. And uh, just to kind of get to know things better about amputee life. There was so much when I became an amputee that I didn't know about. And you really kind of just learn by, um, you know, baptism by fire kind of a thing. So when you get uh, get your prosthetic, everything's new. When you become an amputee right after surgery, that's new. Everything is just so new. And as much as I tried to uh, find peers to talk to and discuss questions and concerns, you really don't know what to ask until you actually go through it. And... Um, and that's just the case. I notice a lot of online questions from amputees, new amputees, are things I remember wondering too, but really you didn't know to ask that ahead of time and, and you don't know what's going to come up. Uh, for example, we just moved. Um, we are now up in Carefree, Arizona, which is a lovely place and I am meeting so many wonderful people here. But we moved to a ranch because we used to have two levels. Now our ranch actually has a basement but luckily I don't go down there that often. And the thing that I'd never even thought about is the fact that I finally got a rhythm in like my shower area, my bathroom area, and my routines in the morning or getting ready for bed that I had to learn that all over again. And I'm still not totally comfortable. The shower we have now is much bigger and broader and, and, really, you know, it's kind of frightening because I cannot shower with my leg on. Um, Maybe you didn't know that Um, as a, as a non-amputee, if you're listening, we don't shower with our leg on. Some people will, if it's a below knee, I have a knee joint. So, and mine's electronic, I plug it in. So it cannot get wet. Some of the newer versions that are really expensive that I will not be able to get right now actually can get wet. um, Maybe someday, but um, I don't take a shower with my leg on, which then means that my can crutch to the edge, but then I kind of have to hop into the shower and I am literally probably about six hops from the stool that I have in there. Well, that's fine and dandy when everything is dry, but when I'm done showering, I have to try to get myself back to my crutches. And um, yeah, I'm still not totally comfortable with that. So we're still working on that. Now, last week, I addressed some of the questions and thoughts about being a pros, uh, an amputee and living with that. This week on Prosthetics 101 Part 2, um, I aptly named this Fit as a Fiddle, which is not as easy as it sounds. And I'll tell you why. One thing I never even gave a thought to was my weight and my prosthetic fit. 
it's not something you would think about. You just think, oh, put a leg on and start walking. The problem is if you gain or lose weight, it changes the way your prosthetic fits. And that is um, frightening. First off, when you first go through surgery, you are swollen and um, it takes a few weeks to get some of that swelling out. And really, you're not even down after even four weeks because it's just there's so much trauma to that area. So by the time you get your uh, your staples out, your stitches out, you're ready then to get fitted for your um, prosthesis. But you are told on that very first fitting, this will change and the fit will be different. And when they say that, they literally mean like from morning to night, it's different and day to day, it's different. And within the first two years, um, you have to keep in mind that your body is completely shifting and changing Um, your muscles are atrophying completely and your limb changes dimension and, um, the way it, the way it looks. So you're constantly changing, which means that the first couple of years you see your prosthetist a lot. You're going in for new fittings. You're going in for sizing. You're going in for a new socket. Uh, you're going in to get padded up so that you can wear your socket for longer because the insurance company is not going to let you rotate out whenever you need to. You really got to make the effort to pad up and do things to it to make it last as long as possible. So the one thing that I would tell you is be prepared for that. The two weeks or the two, two years after amputation is like ebb and flow. Like there's so much change. The problem is, is some of the things that you don't think about is not only is your limb changing, but in like my case, I was on a weight loss journey because one, when you do start wearing it, if you decide you're going to wear it all the time, and that was my goal. I said, once I get it, I'm not going to cave to the pains and the aches of a new fit. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to deal with it. And the only way I could do that is to promise myself I would walk every day even if it was just a few blocks at first, it grows. And I went from, you know, a block down the road back again from the mailbox back to going 5k, going 3.2 miles. And, um, the change in my limb, because your fluids are being pumped out as you walk and exercise is huge. So by the beginning of a walk, I'll have one feel in my fit and I could all of a sudden shift a little bit and it'll feel different mid-walk. And then by the end of the walk, you're all sweaty and everything, and it might be falling off of you. So it is is quite a hard um, journey. Um, it is not easy. Once you have the amputation, it's, it's not all over. It's just the start of a new journey. Well, the other day I noticed, um, after having lost all the weight that I did through those first two years, and I'm, I'm talking like 50, 55 pounds. If you look at my um, website, you'll see my before and after pictures when I got my very first prosthetic and how much larger I was then to more recent picture of me now. Um, and if you're looking at my YouTube video of this podcast, you can tell my size now, but I'll tell you what, between the limb change and the weight loss, 
I was going through sockets like every couple months. And I was fortunate enough to have a prosthetist that would allow me to go through that because he saw the changes. I mean, when you're dropping 10 pounds, 11 pounds, 15 pounds, every time you go in, every few weeks, every couple months, you know, you, you, you're not going to fit. It's not going to stay on. So you've got all that. The problem is, is what you don't think about is what about the time when you gain weight? So it's one thing if you lose weight and you fit in looser and maybe you can pad up, but if you gain weight, you're not going to fit your leg in right. And last week I talked about um, my experience with going skiing without my leg on because I don't ski with my leg on and having been taken out by a snowboarder that came up behind me and just took me out, I landed on my residual limb. I was fine, luckily it was snow, but it hurt, it banged it. And then also pumping all those fluids through my body the whole time I was skiing for several hours, not even thinking that when I got back to the room, showered to go out to dinner, I tried to put my leg on between getting bumps and pumping fluids down there and not having it draw out, I couldn't get my leg on without excruciating pain. Like it was really bad pain. And um, I didn't even think that that would happen because it was the very first time that I can remember not getting up and putting my leg right on. Well, just this like two days ago, I had the exact same thing happen. Like I always get up get dressed and get my leg on. And that's, that's how I start my day. And then I, you know, get ready for the day, do my hair, get, you know, get breakfast and things like that. Well, the other day I got up, went out to get my son off to football and was up and around moving with crutches for like an hour. And then I went to put my leg on and sure enough, I had that same feel of tightness and I panicked because I was like, did I gain all this weight back? And realized that, you know what, that was like an hour of moving around with my leg down, blood flowing down, right, with gravity, that it actually made a difference. And I say this because there are so many people that talk about their leg doesn't fit, their prosthetic doesn't fit, their socket's not fitting right, doesn't feel good. And I wonder how many people are putting it on at different times of the day. Like if I went just an hour and I felt a difference, what would it be like if I went all day and I just decided not to put it on until the afternoon because I would rather just be in a wheelchair in the morning or use my crutches because I was going to be home? It makes a difference. And I tell you this because maybe you don't realize that that you're not attuned to that. And you, you just kind of forget that blood flow happens and fluids are in your body. Now, the other thing that can happen too is, yeah, you can gain weight. And if you gain weight, that's a bigger problem. Like one thing is like getting it on and pumping the fluids out. The other thing is you just don't fit because no matter what, even if you get up first thing in the morning, your leg has, the swelling's gone down or whatever, your leg's still not going to fit because you gained weight. And I say that because this morning I hadn't, I usually, sadly enough, I weigh myself like every day because I'm so worried. I have lost so much weight and I'm getting a new socket on Friday. That's going to be even a little smaller than the one I have now. And I cannot gain the weight back. And so I weigh myself usually every day, which I know is not mentally a good thing for me. And I don't suggest it because it becomes, you become a slave to it, but it does keep me in check. 
But the other end of it is I haven't weighed myself for a couple days. And we had friends over this past weekend and I ate well, had some wine and realized that I had gained several pounds and I just panicked and I wondered why my leg wasn't feeling good. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't have this, especially if I'm getting a socket on Friday, that's going to be a little bit smaller. And so, you know what I did? (laughs) I'm like, get the hat on, as you see here get your water bottle, get the dog, and you got to get outside. It doesn't matter if it's 90 degrees already at nine o'clock in the morning, you better start walking. And so now I've made a promise to myself that there's no more, oh, what was me? We've moved. I'm tired. Get your butt in gear and get outside and make it happen. If you have to get up earlier because you need to beat the heat, get outside. So now I'm at a, on a journey here that you know, I, I want to stay in a healthy fit range and where I'm at right now is totally healthy. But I also have to think about my socket fitting. And so when I say fit as a fiddle, yeah, you know what, you've got to watch what you're doing. And so if you're a new amputee or you have someone that is becoming an amputee, you know, when I first became an amputee, I, I did set a goal for myself. And it was kind of funny because I let my prosthetist know, listen, this is not the weight I want to be at. I need to work this down. And now that I can be active again, I'm so excited. I'm going to be active. I'm going to get this weight down. And I set a goal weight and I hit that goal weight. And I looked at him, I said, yeah, I'm not done yet. And then I hit another goal weight and then another goal weight. And now I'm down to, I think where I can maintain. And that's the key too, is did I go to extreme that I can't maintain it for the rest of my life? Because I surely do not want to have to go back up a couple sockets. And that is the nice thing at my socket that I have on now, I'll have. So if for some reason I gain some weight, I at least have a backup socket for going bigger. It's kind of like, you know, your, your big jeans. You know, you don't want to get rid of the clothes that maybe was your bigger phase. Um, I, on the other hand, was couldn't wait to throw all those out. I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to look at this size again. Never, ever, ever again. And my husband's like, maybe you should keep a couple of those pairs of jeans or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to have any reason to think that I can go back to that. Um, and I, because I wasn't mentally or emotionally happy with myself at the weight I had gained sitting around going through surgeries for seven years. So I tell you this because you need to be able to think about this. If you're a new amputee, if you are happy where you're at, that is the goal weight you want to stay at. And then you want to kind of make sure you keep an eye on that weekly because you don't ever want to get it out of control because you will have fitting issues. Now I bring this up because I did talk to my prosthetist. There are a lot of people that will complain that their prosthetist isn't fitting them well. And yes, there are a lot of prosthetists out there, or there are some prosthetists out there that maybe just don't know how to make it work for you. Keeping in mind, this is so an individualistic thing, and it is a hard job to make it work for each person. And every day is totally different. The way you put it on, the way it fits, the way you feel. Heck, if I've had salty food, and yes, I did that yesterday, I had like chips and salsa, I went to my chilies. I had my chips and salsa, which is so bad, but I love it. It's my go-to. Um, too much salt. You have water, water weight that is added on from that. Or if you drink one night, you, if you drink too much, you will notice a difference in how your limb fits. 
And that is something I would never have thought to ask someone. So does my weight fluctuation make a difference? I would never have thought of that. And it wasn't until, you know, I was fluctuating up and down and couldn't figure out and couldn't get things to fit that my, um, the assistant um, prosthetist, David, who is an amputee, told me, oh, he goes, yeah, if I've drank too much or if I've had salty foods, the next day it will be unforgiving, like putting that on. You you don't know until you've experienced it. And it is kind of scary because it, I liken my, my socket to a, like a corset. The problem is it's not a corset that you can adjust every time you put it on. It is set in stone like this is solid and so if it's not fitting and it's because you looked at the scale and went oh i'm up five pounds that's going to be an issue for you so i would tell you that you need to kind of know where you want to be set a goal weight and um a weight goal excuse me set a, a goal weight <laughs> a weight goal and and try to stick with it maybe you need to write it down someplace. I use an app where I kind of actually put in, I'm a, I'm a big believer in calorie in, calorie out, and going for calorie deficit. And so that's what I had been focusing on for the last two years is calorie deficit. And so if I knew that I ate this many calories, then I'd better get out and hike or walk and burn off as much as I could. And then I was looking to see where I would end by the end of the day. And my app is amazing. I love it. Um, It has helped me manage what I eat and be accountable to what I eat and then how much I exercise. And you can put in all different types of exercises. They have some that are static. Now, the funny thing is, is as an amputee, when we exercise, we actually have burned a lot more calories. What I have been told is for every joint you're missing, you work twice as hard. Well, I'm missing my ankle joint and my knee joint, so I work four times as hard. My watch, my Apple Watch, does not know that. This app does not know that. So it kills me when I walk maybe two miles and it says you burned like 110 calories. I'm like, uh, the way I'm sweating? No, this was a lot harder on me. So it's probably like 200. So I only put in the calories it states but I know that I'm actually having to burn more because I have to work so much harder with my gait. So, you know, that always uh, is taken into account as well. Now, you need to just keep that in mind when you are trying to be fitted for a, uh, a socket because you will fluctuate. And, you know, a couple pounds won't make a difference. But if you are on a trek to lose weight, or you decide to stop using your leg for a while and you kind of give up, so to speak, and you've had a rough go, or you, like for us, when we moved, like for the longest time there, I wasn't eating well because I was moving so much that I I would not even eat lunch. And all of a sudden I realized I'd only had some breakfast and I hadn't eaten, it's almost dinner. And I know I lost a bunch of weight and so my leg wasn't fitting well, it was falling off. And God forbid, if I started sweating, that was just going to be a recipe for disaster. But then it flipped. And all of a sudden, after all that moving, I was so exhausted that I didn't have the energy at night to do my workouts. But I did have the energy to eat. And so when you're trying to eat something quick, you tend to, oh, the guys are going to have friends over. Let's just order pizza. 
well, that won't hurt much. Uh, yeah, if you don't work out, that those carbs are going to just kind of find their way to spots on your body that are not going to help you. So, you know, I talk about this because with all the struggles people have and what I've heard people struggling with in fits is, yes, sometimes it is your prosthesis not helping you fully engaging in your issues. Sometimes it's you not communicating well on what's going on and you really need to know your own body. If you don't know your own body, you can't explain what you're feeling. Sometimes I write down what I'm going through so that when I do talk to my prosthetist, I can give him specifics. And the more specific I am to my problems or the wear on my body, like if I'm rubbing raw in certain areas, if I can tell him those things, he can then better assist me if he's totally invested. And my guy is totally invested. And I'm so grateful for that. But then there's also the fact that you need to be honest with yourself. If you're fluctuating in weight or you don't even know you are because you don't weigh yourself or you're not eating healthy or you've had a binge weekend, that's not your prosthetist issue. That is going to be something you have to reconcile and you need to figure that out and you need to jump on that accountability bandwagon and go to it. Find that goal weight. You know, and this week, you know, I, I I wanted to just really talk about that because, you know, I say that I woke up this morning and I said, you know, I didn't weigh myself the last two days. I better check what's going on. And I saw a weight I hadn't seen in like several months. And I was like, holy cow, total freak out. Got the shoes on, got the hat on, got the water, like I said, got my dog and we took off and walked and yeah it was hot and yeah it was really hard because remember my socket's not fitting well i'm like i'm well past the the time frame i need a new socket and i've got just a couple more days i can do this so i had to deal with it was not a fun walk it hurt my tendon or my ligament that's in my adductor area was just banging into my socket and it was stressed out that's all i can say is it was stressed out that's how it feels So it feels like it's constantly tight and it just won't relax on the steps and it just stays tight. And I think it's to hold on my socket. And so I did that walk and, um, you know, sure enough, I'll tell you, just getting out and getting active, even through the pain of it, is so mentally beneficial. I can't even tell you how great I felt when I got home. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it was really hard. There was out here in Carefree, the roads are very wavy and, you know, I'm going up and down and up and down over these like just sloping roads. And, you know, down is hard because I'm hitting hard with my one leg because I'm it hurts so much. So my right leg's taking the brunt. But then going uphill, I'm having to really dig into that socket and that can really hurt. And I I'm, I'm, was banging the bottom of my residual limb into the bottom of the socket. And, and you start doing that and you can bruise up and it gets really painful. But there is nothing better than when you get home and you swig a bunch of water and you're like, I did it. I got out and I did it. And it's one step closer in the right direction for my health and my physical activity levels and my weight um, management and just my mental health. And mental health is such a big 
hot topic right now, as you saw with the Olympics and everything. And, you know, mental health is, is not a joke. Um, we're all going through it through the pandemic and the, the, the scare that everybody went through a year ago, a year plus ago with the pandemic. And you add in anybody that's dealing with a disability or a physical issue, and then you isolate those people from their healthcare workers or their um, families, like we've all been isolated from. And you've got a whole group of people that are going to be dealing with a mental issue. You may be one of those people. And you know what? All I can say is you need to do things for yourself until things come back to normal or until you can get yourself out stay active you know what through the pandemic i made a vow to myself that i would be active and i would not gain weight through that time and i was going to figure out a way since i couldn't get to the gym anymore what i could do to help myself because it's all comes down to me right i'm the one that makes those decisions for my health and i started just doing simple things like push-ups and sit-ups I stood on my BOSU ball like upside down and worked on balance without my leg on, with my leg on, first with my leg on. And then I started getting stronger and better, took my leg off, started balancing with one leg. Um, and then I started doing squats on it. And then all of a sudden I started finding new activities that I could do and I started doing some research. And the next thing I know, I actually lost more weight through the pandemic than even the year before with getting used to my prosthetic. I think I lost like 20 pounds this last year. And that, you know, yes, it's slow burn, but every day I felt mentally and emotionally so much better about myself. I felt more confident. I felt more in control of myself, my life. And with that, then I started eating better because I didn't want to lose the traction I had made on losing weight and getting into a fit um, um, stage of my life. And I thought, gosh, I'm going to be 50. I'm going to be 50 this October and I'm in better shape and the less weight I've ever been since probably junior high. No kidding. And I played sports all through high school. A year in college, I played softball. And now I'm in the best age, best phase of my life, best physical fit in my life. And I owe that to the fact that I decided to take the reins and decide what I wanted. I set goals and I stuck to it. And yes, it was hard. I will tell you right now, I do not believe in cutting out all the good things in life. Um, that is a recipe for disaster. I don't think about myself being on a diet. I just think of myself eating healthier, but I do allow myself my Starbucks, but I do make alter alterations to that Starbucks drink. I don't do full blown whipped cream and all that garbage. I make it really light, but it is my little vice that helps me get through the morning, gives me the energy and it makes me feel just happy. It's like a mental kick that I get from going and doing something for myself. And if I allow myself that, then I know that I can get through the rest of the day. And it just became a, probably a bad habit. But you know what? It's okay. I'm going to claim that as my habit. And maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it won't. But um, that's what I enjoy. It makes me happy and it sets me on the right path for the rest of the day. And yes, I did walk to the Starbucks here in Carefree and got myself a Starbucks. 
got my dog a pup cup and we sat outside and the coolest thing was I met some amazing people there. Um, living in, in this smaller town, it's like 3,800 people. Um, everybody knows everybody. And my dog met some dog friends today and I met some new people today. And and I think I have a new hiking buddy. So I'm, I'm really excited about that because sometimes you need friends. Now, I like to work out alone. I, I'm totally a loner. I like to put my AirPods in and work out and not be disrupted if I go to the gym. Same thing here in my room. I have, you can't see it, but right on the other side of my desk here are all my weights, my BOSU ball. I'm actually sitting on my big, huge ball um, that I use for some of my workouts. And I just, I kind of like to um, listen to some great music. Music totally inspires me. And that is my happy place. And so I just, I tell you, like, get yourself a routine, find something. And you know what? If it takes you a couple weeks to grind out that routine, I guarantee you after a couple weeks, it becomes a habit and then that habit becomes a lifestyle. And that's what I did. I started working out every night. It was really weird. Very weird. Actually, I would shower, take my leg off shower. And that's when I loved working out. And my husband's like, didn't you just shower? I'm like, yeah, I'm not really working up a sweat, but I'm building muscle. I know it sounds weird. I work up my sweat with my walks during the day, or if I get out with my running blade and jog, that's when I work up my sweat. But at night, I'm working on really good form with um, bicep curls, with triceps, um, with my pull-ups and my pull-up bar, with leg workouts um, and push-ups, sit-ups. And I just, I work on like my core strength because that helps me walk. So I don't like to miss out on my core. So I do a million different types of um, core workouts um, in the evening and that helps my gait. So you'd be surprised on, on the things that we can do for ourselves. Now, now that we've switched and we're in a different home, I am now like pushing myself to get back into that habit because I used to have all my stuff in our bedroom where the TV was. Now everything's in here and I don't have a TV. And I used to just like having something going on in the background if I'm not listening to music in the evening and I would work out in my bedroom. Now I've got to figure out how to find that that time frame. And I'm still, I have to say, I'm still not into a good habit, but I'm starting. Like even last night I was in our bedroom, but I thought, don't go to bed without push-ups and sit-ups. At least do that. Worst case scenario, you've done that. Even though it's not my bicep curls or triceps, you're getting something in and that starts the habit. Don't sell yourself short. Well, if I can't do a full workout, then I'm not going to do anything. Do something, anything. And you'll be surprised that that'll lead to, oh, you know what? I think I could do that because actually I started doing something with my legs. And even though I didn't have my BOSU ball, I did one-legged squats next to my bed last night too. Even though I'm like, just do some push-ups, do some sit-ups. Okay, you know what? I can do some squats before I go to bed. And I don't know why, but instead of riling me up, it actually de-stresses me and allows me to get a good night's sleep. So fit, getting fit, finding a goal weight that you want to be at and going for that goal weight and making sure that you weigh yourself. Um, like I said, don't don't weigh yourself daily, but at least weigh yourself weekly And at the same time, like if you decide that you're going to start your Mondays off, okay, the weekend was tough, 
you know, or maybe you wait till Friday because you know the weekend's going to be tough because a lot of people will do cheats on weekends, um, spend time going out to dinner on Friday night, Saturday night or whatever. So maybe weigh yourself Friday morning, see where you're at at the end of the week, go into your weekend and then work all week. You know, you got to allow yourself those things and it, it's going to happen. Remember, life is a journey and your fit in your prosthetic is going to be a complete journey and you're going to have mountaintops and you're going to have valleys in it and it's just what it is. Embrace it and deal with it. And I, I say this as I'm saying this to myself because when I woke up today and I saw that my weight had gone up, I thought, oh my God, I cannot have this. It is a journey. It is a journey. And yesterday I ate amazing. So I know it was probably residual from the weekend because I shouldn't have had like several glasses of wine, but did. And so I'm just going to just tell you, like, just remember it's a journey and just find a time. And if you do it Friday, Friday mornings, then do it Friday mornings, like every week, Friday morning. And just make sure you're in check because even if you're where you want to be, let's say you're at your goal weight, maybe you're content with where you're at. Age takes in a factor, you know, as we get older, us women especially, we go through life changes and our body changes. But if you let that get away from you, then you're playing catch up. It's just better to stay maintained and fluctuate within a pound or two or five pounds or whatever. But if it gets away from you, then you know it's a harder, it's a harder day. It's a harder life trying to gain back to what you were. So at least if you weigh yourself weekly, you will be at least within a week's time frame of change. And that's much more doable than a month. Or I haven't weighed myself like for a year. Yikes, you might might struggle with that then. So with all that being said, like I said, getting out, getting active, setting goals, all those things will help with your fit because your fit will change But if you can maintain over time, you know, you can't, you're not going to be able to make differences. And then the first two years, everything's going to be changing. You're going to be all over the board. But I'm at my two and a half mark. And I want to start fitting into my socket for long periods of time. Like I want to get where my assistant prosthetist is, where he hasn't had a socket chain in in years. I, I can't wait for that. And Even with that, I know he still has days where something doesn't feel right or he puts it on not the same way. It just happens. But if you can maintain your lifestyle and your weight, then eventually you will find a happy place and you'll find a kind of a sweet spot, so to speak. Now, at the end of every episode, I love to give a call to action. And you can probably guess what my call to action is going to be for this one. I want you to set a weight goal and I want you to find a day of the week and a time that you are going to commit to weighing yourself and then if you want to even download an app that lets you um, keep track of your meals Um, the app I can't remember what the app is that I've had I've had it forever but I can I can decide how many meals I'm going to have. Sometimes people will do, if you're working out and doing a lot, you might have five meals a day. And so they throw in snacks and you can do that. Um, I think I have mine as breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner. And so, you know, my snack might be grapefruit or it might be a protein bar. Um, And I choose those wisely because I don't want all the 
the the garbage that can go into it, all the fat that can go into a protein bar. So I choose them wisely. And, you know, I just, I make sure that um, I'm trying to put that in. It also has weight goals. So I can make sure that I am logging my weight every time I weigh myself. And I don't do it every time I weigh myself because I told you I unfortunately weigh myself pretty much every day. And I shouldn't, but I do. And that's just the habit I'm at. And I should probably break that because it's probably not mentally great for me. But as long as I maintain, I'm good. Um, But get an app. Set a day of the week that you're going to weigh yourself. Log it in the app and start logging your meals. And when you log your meals, if you get the right kind of app, you can, they will have a lot of like calorie count, carb count, protein counts, and you can keep track. Mine keeps track of protein, fat, and carbs. Um, I'm usually carb heavy, so I need to work on that. Um, But, you know, trying to figure out where you're at with all that is, it's a great way to keep it really simple for you and everything is kind of in their own database and that's awesome even if i go to starbucks the starbucks stuff is all in there and i can tweak it to whatever i buy and get the right amount of calories for a venti of this with non-fat milk or a pump of this and it's great because i can be totally accountable and not fluffing my data um, because we don't want to do that if anything, I need to fluff my exercise data because I know I'm burning more calories based on my uh, loss of leg. So your goal, set a weight goal that you want to hit. And if it's where you're at now, awesome. Set a day and time that you will weigh yourself weekly and stick to it because that will help you finally find the sweet spot once you get past the first couple years of your leg. Um, and the changes of being a, uh, an amputee. And then if you want help and you don't want to write down calories on like good old fashioned paper and, and pen, get an app. They're free. Uh, you can obviously upgrade. There's always ways to upgrade and track more things, but really you just need a simple app that can track your calorie count for the day. Like I said, I'm a big advocate for uh, calorie deficit eating so that if I say that I want to eat 1200 calories a day, no more, then if I eat 1400 calories, then I better at least work off 200 calories in exercise. So that's what I mean by calorie deficit. If I eat 1400 calories and I work out and burn 200 calories, then I'm at my 1200 calories for the day. So try that way of working it out. Now, this also goes for if you're not an amputee, but you're struggling to lose weight, this isn't just an amputee thing or a fitting into a socket. It's fitting into those clothes that you wanna fit into, right? So the same thing goes for you. Weigh yourself once a week at the same time and, and same day, because you'd be surprised morning to night. I can weigh myself in the morning today and not like what I see. And then later after eating and everything and water and, and, and just things like that, I might even be a few more pounds heavier. And so you don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to do Friday morning and next week, Friday afternoon. That's, that's not going to be, you're not comparing apples to apples. So make sure you pick a day and time and stick to it. And then keep track of your calories, if, how many you want to, to burn and how many you're, you're eating. And, and I guarantee you, I know it's a lot of work, but it'll be totally worth it in the long run. Because you know what? I've noticed that having lost weight, I'm a much happier person inside. I I like myself. I like how I feel, how I look. 
And I, I can just, I'm embracing life a lot more than before when I felt like I was uncomfortable in clothes and uncomfortable with myself and didn't like the way I looked. And so then I was trying to hide myself and I just hated living like that. I knew that I was better than that. But, you know, seven years of surgeries, there was no activity level. And that was really tough on my body. And, you know, it was a slow gain over those years. And now that I look back at it, like I said, go to my website, www.bawarrior360.com. And you'll see in my last podcast episode, you'll see a picture of me when I first got my prosthetic. And now, and the difference is incredible. I mean, I was embarrassed to actually post that picture. Um, I was, I'm not very proud of it, but I am proud of the gains that I've made. And I, you know, didn't join an expensive gym. Um, I'm not buying expensive things to eat. I'm just working on calorie deficit. And I guarantee you that if you can go to my call to action and hold yourself accountable with a goal and setting that goal and living to it and doing something every day for yourself, cut yourself some slack, start small. Even if you make one change, if you say, you know what, I wanna be able to do 30 pushups and you start tonight and you can do two, then you've got a starting point, but you did it. You did two more than you would have done normally that you would never have done. And then the next day, you know what? Go to two, try to keep your form and try to do three. And all of a sudden you'll, you'll realize that you're, if you do that every day, your body will adapt really quick. And all of a sudden the next thing you know, you'll be hitting that 30. When I first started doing pushups, I think I could do like eight. And then I'd push myself to 10. Now I pop out 30, no problem. Um, and I just keep up with that. And even if that's all I do, I'm actually, if I do them right and my back is not arched, I am tightening my core and I'm building my muscles in my, my shoulders and I'm building core strength. Because I know that if I've done all my sit-ups and all the core strengthening that I do at night and then do push-ups, I'm dying during push-ups because my core is already so sore. So push-ups help a lot more than you think. And yes, I do push-ups without my leg on. I do, I've done them both ways, but I like doing it without my leg on um, because it's hard for me to keep my knee from bending um, when I'm in push-up mode. Um, if I want an extra little workout with my leg, it is definitely a lot harder with my leg on. And so, yeah, you can do it. You can do it no matter what stage of life you're at. Start small, but stick with it. And you know what? I hope you guys have an, an amazing rest of your week. I hope this information helped you. I hope if you're just interested in amputee life that this gave you a glimpse into the realities of day-to-day -day living for us and how our sockets fit or don't fit. And um, you know what? Until next time, be healthy, be happy, be you.